Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings! And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shabby Now. Ladies and gentlemen, New Directions! There was a time when I was the biggest star. You don't really recognize me. It's because I'm the Gerber baby. Lucy Caboose. No, you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? Hello again. We are back. Uh, actually, uh, Jorge, I'm not feeling it. Let's take okay, a couple more weeks off. More weeks off. I'm actually. Yeah, I we feel just pack it, it up. It, it's 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 too overwhelming right now. Um, no, let's Welcome just power through. Back. Welcome wow. back. Here we are. You've been waiting. We <laughs> fan demand the fan demand version. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Cleewine, the podcast where recapping something messy makes you messy. I'm Jorge Molina. And I'm still Michael Swan. Yes. Um, I honestly cannot recall when, like, the specific date we last recorded an episode. No idea. I know it has not been too much, but (sighs) it also... I mean... It's it, a bit of an extended. It was hiatus. a bit of an experience, but it, it, it's not like six months. It's true. If you if you told true. me it's only like six weeks, I believe you. If you told me like nine months, I believe you. There's no concept of time anymore. There's really um, not. But we are back. Also, it's been a while since we've actually recorded regular episodes. Yeah, that's, that's not the thing. a reality. Like, now show. that we're we're starting up again, mm-hmm. we've gotta we've gotta start chugging the content. The content, because uh, yes, we we finished our. Because we, we did both the movie and the um, all of Glee Project season one. Um, and I, I remember Glee, uh, the movie was like right at the beginning of pandemic. Pandemic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Chris was telling us, Chris File, our guest on that episode, um, that in his place where things were just starting to close down. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously we, we did uh, the Glee Project throughout mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, had some some bumps and some, some bumps, hiccups you know. and some pauses, but um, I think everybody's also look, understood about, where. Oh no, where no, we're no! I mean, I, I think there's two kinds of approaches to the um, pandemic. It's like either you dive into the work mm-hmm. and get like a shit ton done, or you retract from it, very to cope with the world. However, and, <laughs> that being said, you have actually. Been diving. Yes, into I work. have. I, I, we also took an, a bit of an extended break because I was working on a different project that I cannot tell yet. But but it's, it's so exciting. It's very exciting. Like I'm stoked personally it's, for it. It's gonna be. Um, Regardless of whether or not you were my friend, I would eat this content. Yes, uh, but, but that's also why we're friends. Exactly. <laughs> so I, once it's ready to be announced, I will announce it and. You all will know, and I, I'll plug the shit out of and it. And there won't be a show choir in sight, And thank there won't God. be a qu- show choir. Maybe I'll do that for... <laughs> Bye. For the next... No. Uh, um, meanwhile, I've been, you know, very busy diving into... Um, I don't know. The, the online Big Brother competition I did. Yeah. <laughs> I got runner-up, though. You did. She got second place. Um, um, but besides work, that... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a... I'm a shut down kind of girl. Yeah, no, that, I mean, again, we all have to do what we need to do. Yeah, exactly. And so we hope all of y'all are doing well. Are fine. Well, we I hope mean, this podcast finds you well. Remember when we started doing <laughs> trivia nights at the beginning of this? Wow. <laughs> to, like, help us navigate those this? Those were cute, though. Those were cute. I maybe, enjoyed maybe those. Maybe we should do this one don't, again. Don't, don't okay, give empty okay, promises. Sorry. Actually, no, I do enjoy And now I think we could come up with, now that we've been doing the trivia nights on our own, like, stuff uh, with friends, I think mm. we could cook up some pretty 
possibly even de- more, more deranged, more, more deranged fate trivia. Fate tri- yeah. Or we could extend it to like Murphy verse in general. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd love to do like a Murphy verse themed mm-hmm. trivia because you know who isn't stopping? It's Ryan Murphy. He's, Certainly not. I need him to stop before he gets to that chorus line miniseries, though. <laughs> he, he, uh, I, I can't believe he reminded us that that's coming. I'm yeah, like, how dare yeah. you? Yeah, because in the first interview it was like a very sly. Yeah, like, just like, like mentioned. I may do this, but now it's like, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, no. Yeah, it, it may happen. Um. Anyway, we're here. We're starting season three. Wow, season three. Of finally. We are starting with the Purple Piano We're not project. even halfway there. We're not even halfway there. <laughs> and we still have another like, reality I'd season say, to I, get through, too. Would you say we're like Purple Pianos in that? No. I would not we're... in any way equate myself <laughs> to one of those fucking Purple the Pianos. Purple Pianos that they said they were godded. 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 Um, godded. You they said they were in pretty good shape. I'll yeah. Get, we'll get to that. They were from... Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's, as I wrote in my notes, the goddamn purple motherfucking piano project. project. Uh, um, season three, episode, episode one. one. I guess we can dive into it. Um, I guess. Written by Brad Falchuk. Directed... Oh. Yeah. I missed that. B- directed by Eric Stoltz. This premiered September 20th. 2011. Wow. And I probably watched it that night. I probably... I... I, well, I, I Before we go into the actual episode, I do want to talk about the promo leading up to it. Uh-huh. Because this was... I don't remember that. This was the dodgeball promos. Do you remember that? Oh! That was season that three? Was season three, yeah. That's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. That was the dodgeball with the We Got the Beat cover that we hear mm-hmm. in this episode over it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like them avoiding. And later in the season, there is a dodgeball episode. Um, but yeah, I, I remember being super pumped for that. And this was also like when everyone got their yearbook, like the yearbook photo was their promo for this season. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-mm. So everyone was just like, because like, it was like they're seniors, they're graduating. So yeah, everyone yeah, had exactly. like their yearbook photo as like the character poster for that, um, which I enjoyed a lot. Um so yeah, I, I just I, the dodgeball is just so ingrained and in like yeah, I didn't realize that it was the se- for season three though. I I, yeah. I thought it was yeah. more OG. I, than I that. even did as this as, as a young um, Sony Vegas enthusiast fag. Um, I did like a fake opening credits for Glee using those promos. <laughs> Incredible! Uh, that, uh, you need to, to find start. that video. Yeah, I don't know Let's where it is, it. but it was yeah, it was you know. Because this show, you know, doesn't have opening credits with it's a, a lost art form. We, let, let, let sh- Jorge and I stand a good opening do, credit. It's our favorite Emmy category. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's start Purple Piano Project. Wow, um, it's senior year, and people senior are grand about this. Is I do remember senior year being a big part of like the promo for the yeah. season because it's also like... so it, 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 it we don't get the usual. This is what you missed on Glee. Like, no. um, I think they did this in the season two premiere too, though, where they have Jacob, Jacob. Uh, do the like new show kind of mm-hmm. recap and like, oh, yeah. where are you all? What are you all planning for for senior year? Exactly, and also this is the 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 show's way of telling us that like, oh, not everyone is graduating because. You may have thought they're all in the same class, but actually a few of them are younger. Yeah, they are very, like, explicit about, like, who's mm-hmm. juniors, who's yeah. seniors. My mom still hasn't decided if I'm going to Harvard or Stanford yet. And where are you applying? I'm not. I'm only a junior. Oh. Senior, junior, junior. Hello. Oh, I thought you were a senior. 
Optical illusion. Chair ads a year. So Tina and Artie are juniors. juniors. Brittany's also junior. Um, and I don't think it's stated in this episode, but like once Blaine joins, he's also like a year younger. Yeah. Um, but everyone else is like, they're graduating. Yeah, Finn is a senior. He has no idea what he's doing with yeah, his Yeah, and he's going around asking like, what are you going to do after you graduate? Yada, yada. Uh, Finn is lost and... I don't know why he was the opening character because he plays no relevance in the episode. <laughs> he whatsoever. does nothing in the episode. He does nothing. Uh, Mercedes is with the the football bully guy now. Yes, because and this is they ask like because as you all remember, as we all clearly do remember, <laughs> season two ended with a romance between her and Sam being yes. like teased. So Jacob opens with like, I, "We heard you like are dating him." And she's like, yes, we did, but Sam's dad, like, had took a job out of town. Yeah. Which is TV series lingo for the characters not coming back. It's like, just weird because I know he's coming back. He's coming back, but I actually don't know if... If we knew that at the time. Yeah, if, like, the, the, the this was supposed to, like, move on without Sam and then yeah. he returned. Because it's, it's a very... I mean, it's classical TV. It's, like, one-sentence explanation of, like, where he went. and like It would be mentioned. a gag... If Ryan brought Cord back for something. Like, Cord could have been in 1984, American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what he, I mean? He would, yeah, would be good. Um, but, yeah, for, like, one of those boy toy look pretty. Yeah, it would have just, to be. That's it, why I it said, would have like, to American be a Horror, Horror Story and has, not, like, he's not about to base a season of American Crime Brent, Story around him. In, in impeachment. Let's, <laughs> now oh that we've God. gotten pictures of. <gasps> oh, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we don't know where Sam is. Um, and, um, but what we do, I mean, Finn is lost. Mercedes is dating this football guy. Kurt and Rachel, they they know what they want. They're going to Juilliard. They're going to Juilliard, and they Kurt have very... references beach. He says they like the characters. Well, they, they, they say we're gonna go and li- and move into like a le- a East Side loft apartment, like uh, Bar- Barbara Hershey and um, Bette Midler and Beaches. Yes. Um, I'm glad you asked. This year we'll both be applying to a New York-based performing arts school. Juilliard. We'll get an eclectic little apartment on the Lower East Side. Think Bette and Barbara Hershey and Beaches. Pre-cardiomyopathy. I'll originate a role in a new Sondheim musical, Tony by 25. Married by 30. Legally. Broadway, Lincoln Center, West End, a tasteful HBO miniseries. Oh, she, she and she does say she was a tasteful, a tasteful HBO, HBO miniseries. Series. That's probably my favorite line of it all, wow. honestly. She, she had the, the, the foresight of like, oh, miniseries are going to be... The bit, next big thing, um, yeah, in, in in television. Well, that's what kind of when they were like blowing up in that way. Like right yeah. now, I think there's like not an oversaturation of miniseries, but like, cause, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, yeah. this is during. I mean, and not to like, during, like Mildred Pierce, like yes, all of yes, the yes, yeah. kind. I mean, of and time. not to like get too, but you I know, mean, I could sit here and talk about HBO miniseries. No, no, no but like oh, Ryan wow. did play a very crucial role in like. The role of the limited series and miniseries oh, absolutely. in television. Yes. And, you know, uh, he kind of like helped us shape to the place mm-hmm. it is today. Not through this, but like, you know, mainly through Horror Story. But yeah, um, that's a different TED talk um, that we are happy to give if you would pay us. Um, yeah, it'll be, go on a Patreon. On a Patreon. <laughs> Santana, her goal is just to make Captain of the Cheerios and model herself after her. Favorite Latina, oh. Paula Abdul. Wow, when she said she stand Paula Abdul, I was like, wow. Save. Which Jacob corrected her saying she's an Arab, but you know, 
Well, uh, oh yeah, that was I was like, good lord, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> rad, I guess, but still, all three of them um, culpable. Then. Will and Emma are a couple now. Oh, wait. Before that, I do want to highlight my new catchphrase. Or my new, my new do so. slur. Um, my new insult. is when they throw slushies at Finn and call him a gliash. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's our... We're, you, the listeners, are not the little monsters. You're the gliaches. You're the gliaches. <laughs> oh, my God. Did we finally find the name for our listeners? The gliaches. The gliaches. Um... Yeah, Will and Emma are together now. Yeah. Matthew Morrison does look oh, hot shirtless. Oh, okay, but he's in bed with her, and, like, we all know she's, like, sexually oppressed, and he's like, <laughs> guess who woke up right before I did? And it's like, ew, oh, Will! We, we will get to conflicted feelings about what Matthew Morrison is up to, but... Oof. He, well, I mean, we've both admitted that, yeah, like, yeah, he know. could do it. Like, we... We could be his sheep. Especially right now. Let me tell you. Ever since they called it for Biden, I've been H-word. <laughs> Just not Now that the anxiety is gone. And, and, and we're how long into quarantine? Yeah. Moving on. Cut print. Moving on. Plug <laughs> uh, the audio. So yeah, make us your sheep, Matthew Morris. Um... <laughs> um so yeah, and they, they pack they, each other's they lunches. They pack each other's lunches, which like, is so gross. And didn't you say it was like Wonder Woman? It was and a Wonder Superman. Woman and Superman lunchbox. Like, we don't need. We we were moved past it. This heterosexuality. Um, it sounds terrible. Then he is um, rehashing their loss at nationals to the team. Uh, they lost, um, <laughs> but there's a more important loss yes, that's yes. rehashed. <laughs> and Rachel basically is well, like, well, because he's like. I know that, like, my Broadway dreams derailed us from, like, the win, um, and then Rachel. She's essentially, she's essentially, like, you know, do you feel bad that the person who replaced you won the Tony, won the Tony for the for... role in, in April, April Rose, Rose Musical? Oh, we so love I need, to see it. I need, like, some. I want to know who it was. Exactly. To create, like, this alternate, alternate Tony history in which... That happened, but also Rachel Berry won the Tony in 2020. Mm-hmm. And because we all, I mean, the Tonys in 2020, that's a different issue. And, like, the election we're now most worried about is if Aaron Tveit can get 60% of those votes. <laughs> Girl, uh, we're still worried about Georgia. Don't yeah. be speaking too quick. Sorry, our second most important election coming up. <laughs> will Aaron Tveit will get, Aaron 60% Tveit get 60% of, of the votes? Um... In, for those who don't know, he's the only person nominated in his category uh, because of the restrictions on Tonys this year because not many shows came out in the qualifying period because of COVID. Uh, at, but he can't win, even though he's the only nominee, unless he gets 60%, unless he gets 60% of the votes. Yes, ma'am. Um, <sighs> yeah, they say there's three, they're like they're down three people because Lauren Zizes decided to quit. Yeah, was after hurting her cool factor. Her cool factor. She's like, we lost. I, you're not cool anymore. Um, which I don't, I actually don't know if this is the last thing we see of Lauren. I don't know. Or, I can't remember. Because, because it's, it's weird, it, like, if she had gotten, like, the she, Sam treatment of, like, mentioning it. Yeah. But she filmed the whole scene for it. Yeah. Though, so, like, I'm not, I don't think she disappears completely, if I yeah, remember, but it's yeah. weird that they ended up I know so she, heavily involving she her in the back non- for, like, the finale. Oh. Like, the final number where everyone... Almost everyone that's been in the Glee Club um, wow. comes back. Yeah, I know she's back then, but 
I don't know if, like, in the in-between what happened with her. Um, so she's gone. Quinn, no one has seen her. <gasps> no uh, one knows where Quinn is. I can't wait. And as uh, aforementioned, Sam is moved states. So there's three Sure. Uh, then then dragon the chiller purple, purple pianos. Motherfuckers. Um, they are, like, from foreclosed homes that Will Schuster, like, made beautiful again. And I, my thing is, it's just, like, this is... Everything this is trying to do, uh, secondhand baby grand from Smash, did it better. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Points so were made. The entire episode is just secondhand baby grand from Smash. <laughs> um, and yeah, they're like, these pianos are cast off just like us. And he basically scattered them across the school. And it's like, if you see it, play it. And that'll make people want to join. So, like, they're not cast off. Like, if they were homes that were closed on, it's like people that couldn't afford. I can't. Oh, this is. Uh, the, the, uh, so then we get Kurt and Rachel in uh, Mrs. Pilbury's office. And um, what what pamphlet do they get handed? She get they get handed a pamphlet called "Me and My Hag." Uh, <laughs> Uh, which I, I'm curious. They probably didn't read write the insides like the prop people, but I don't know. They, sometimes they'll give that kind of job to like a script coordinator or writer's assistant, yeah, or, like, just writer's to, like PA, and like can you fill out this information mm-hmm. yeah, just in I case was. they had a shot. Like, ugh, I, I had to do a lot. I of that. want that pamphlet. Yeah, That's my the one, one uh, uh, nurse assistant uh, gig. I had to do that for the signs. Oh, work. School. Um, so yeah, just like come up with weird names and shit um but the most important thing is that they are set that they want to and this is this is my biggest issue with the inter i mean the internal logic of the show but (laughs) i'm asking too much but like this is for me like a basic it is like particularly one they said like they want to go to juilliard but they are not aware that juilliard does not have a music yeah emma has to break the news to them yes and they're like what which is yeah, okay. But then she mentions, she just happened to like, oh, I why don't you try you. this? After, uh, after after suggesting they try something more local. local. I'm very honored to be in the presence of so many locals. Yeah, and then she's like, why don't you try this? Like, I know, just the school just for you. School it's for you. the number one musical theater school in the country. And they're like, yes. what? What? Which, I mean, I I understand the, the need of creating a fake school. Like, yeah, I get that. But but why not just at the beginning of the episode have them set on going to Niata? Yeah, exactly. Like, just say that, like, that has been their dream since they yeah. were, like, children to go to Niata. Like, why, why, why come with this, like, last minute thing? Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it's a way of, like, also introducing the, like rehearsal they go to but you could like bring that in a different way it, it just doesn't make sense character wise that they would have no idea about the biggest performing because they're both such school. like type a's exactly. too that they've been like oh rachel rachel would be thinking about this since she was six years old yeah like, i'm gonna go here but yeah so they miss bill ray is like they only take like 20 students a year but the midwest section of like this they, they have like meetings and like they're having one in like this whatever hotel um so you should go like check it out then we have um, Kurt emotionally blackmailing Blaine. Yes. Because um, Blaine is still in the Warblers, and Kurt's like, why well, don't want, like, I want you for me all the time, 24 7. Yeah. Well, because um, Blaine's like, you're being quiet. And yeah. he goes, no, I'm being passive aggressive. <laughs> I'm like, 
that red is flags. A, I mean, we, also, we've you... talked about this. That is a toxic relationship. But <laughs> yes, you also um, skipped over uh, Sue being pro deportation. Oh, I did skip over the and uh, she's just being openly racist again. She hears uh, Tina and Mike doing chopsticks on one of the purple pianos. And she's like, my... So she's now running for congressional office. Yeah, and she's like, I have to be against something. She was like, me being pro-whatever hasn't worked, so I'm done being positive. Now I've got to find something to be against. She hears them playing chopsticks. She goes out and yells at them. She cuts out the guts of the piano. And then she's like, I know that's probably the national anthem of whatever country you're from. And I'm just... It's just... It's not even funny. It's just... And I get the it's, point is that she's gross. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just it, like... It, it, it's I just, think it hit different now, that's what too. I was gonna say. Because like, I literally was like... Uh, with the pro-deportation line and everything, I was like... The way she's a blueprint for Trump. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like... I, I, I In 2011, these would be like... Outrageous, like... Yeah. Like, caricaturized statements to make. But now they hit very close to home. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. It's like, no, this woman actually kind of exists. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, which is insane. So she, yeah. she does call it Liberace's piano, though, at yeah. some point. Which oh, I'm yeah. Now, again, it's like, one. well, to her her against... I'm stance. like, you can be homophobic. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, you're gay. You're Jane Lynch. Her stance is now she's going to be against, like, funding for public arts. Yes. Because some, like, other teacher walks by and is like, thank God you've shut those fags up. That like, could have been a stunt casting. That's all I'm saying. <gasps> yes, that would have been fun. Although I, th- I, I, I don't think... It was only the, like, two lines. Though. Well, I don't think Ryan had developed his stunt casting muscles that much yet. Mm. If this, had, this episode took place today, that would be, like... I don't know, like a Beth Grant, or like no. he said stunt casting, and then said Beth Grant. I mean, yeah. I love Beth yeah, Grant, yeah, yeah. but that would be stunt. Well, but casting. like that's the kind of thing. yeah, yeah, or yeah. Like the, I know the, what you mean. I mean, we've had this complaint about Sue and number of times, but like once again, she's her character development completely cut down from whatever she did last season. Yeah, they like do all this growth and then just I mean, because she even vocalizes it. it. She's like, I was. She was you like, I know y'all were my... so nice at my sister's the funeral, funeral but... but now I'm like done with it. So. But I don't care. Yeah. I spent the entire year being nice to you, and Tina's like, it's the second <laughs> day. It's the second day. Uh, but yeah, then Kurt blackmails Blaine into giving up the warblers for him, um, and then and then we get <laughs> the way Jorge and I collectively <laughs> gay gasped at the introduction of Dark Quinn. Dark Quinn. Wow. Senior year, and I've finally found myself. I'm not sure what the tipping point was. Dying my hair, the nose ring, my ironic tattoo of Ryan Seacrest. But one thing I know, I'm never going back. Quinn, look, this is our senior year, and frankly, being on the Cheerios isn't the same without you. You guys are such suckers for going back to Coach Lester. <laughs> Come on, screw her. This is for us. We could win two national championships this year. We joined the Cheerios together. We joined Glee Club together. We all slept with Puckerman the same year. Mm-hmm. We're like besties for life. Yeah, come on, Quinn. You know, we used to like the Three Musketeers. And, you know, Santana are like Almond Joy, and you're like a Jolly Rancher that fell in the ashtray. You guys never understood the pressure I was under. It sucked. I'm not interested in the boys or the makeup or the polyester outfits. Look, I've got a bar of soap and a bottle of peroxide with your name on it in my locker. Come on, Quinn. You can't break up the unholy trinity. People grow apart. Deal with it. 
I've got new friends now, and they accept me for who I am. We call ourselves the Skanks. Oh, we love it. She, she's a dangly earring gay, literally. Yeah, she cut her. Well, she cut her hair left end of last I season. I could see why I, the queer girls went crazy for Quinn now. You know, oh, it yeah, makes yeah, yeah. sense. She dyed her hair pink. She's in like a grungy Madonna '80s look. You know, yeah, like, like yeah. a deconstructed grungy mm-hmm. Madonna. Uh, he, she has an ironic Ryan Seacrest tattoo. Ironic Ryan Seacrest Never forget tattoo. That. Um, like I said, literally a dangly earring. A dangly earring. Like, that yeah. are like bullets or something at the end of it. Uh, and, and she's in a group called the Skanks. The Skanks. Which I kind of hate that, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, with three other women that, you know, they just are giving taglines. But it does lead to Leah, shit in your wig, Michelle, entering the scene and saying, Hello, Skanks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Kind of worth it that they're called the Skanks. <laughs> Let's make that a ringtone, just like Leah saying, hello, Skanks. <laughs> hey, Quinn. Hello, Skanks. Okay, I will say, I was surprised, because, like, Rachel's actually being a good person, I think, yeah, in yeah. this scene. Because, yeah, like, she doesn't approach it from like, a point of, like, like, we need you to win. She's like, we were friends, like, she was like, and she's even like, I know we may not have been the closest and we had our issues, but like, I miss seeing you in Glee Club and like, I think it was good she for did you. Say, and, like, and she was like, I think I, you know, I should have realized, I mean, she doesn't say it so quaintly, but like, I re- should have realized sooner that you were like in trouble and well, like well, The way out. she says it is like, when you cut off all your hair last year, I should have realized you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, that's like gay culture. Uh, <laughs> um, also, is, <gasps> wait, cause doesn't she, did we complain? She gets a haircut in New York, right? Yeah, that's a haircut. And they don't reveal it in the finale, right? So, because we complained about it, Well, we complained that she said she had a plan for Finn in New York. That (gasps) That she never carried through. And she ended up just getting a haircut. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, But, wow, Dark Quinn, an icon. And... Uh, yeah, she, I mean, and Santana and Brittany are like, we joined together, like, we should leave together, don't break up the unholy trinity, um, and she's like, you're like, Sue's slaves, I'm like, I, I don't wanna, I don't fuck with that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, uh, Sue gets her, Sue's corner, she's too mega for comfort, once again. Yeah. Uh, and then Will, once again, complains to him, where he ends up at the end just, like, venting about his fr- sexual frustrations with Emma. Yeah, he goes from, like, a classic, like, entering Principal Figgins office to complain and yell about Sue to, like, she's, like, she basically references, like, oh, how's your sex life with Emma? Like, it must be great. And then he breaks down and starts, like, venting to her about it. It's yeah. very weird. Yeah, yeah it's, it's strange. Um, then Sue makes Becky and Santana co-captains mm-hmm, of the Cheerios. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, like, hate each other. Um... Santana makes a remark about chromosomes that is not it's, great. I don't know why we made it. Yeah, uh, but you know, it's 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 what it is. So they are they're going to be co-captains, and she's like, "You need to help me like destroy the pianos." Yeah, so, yeah, and make it look like an accident. Yeah. And da, 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 da. and then how many and minutes? Sue, I mean, and Santana like pledges allegiance to. She says she's Team Sue. Yeah, yeah. 
Because uh, two very so like you play for both teams, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. another comment. Yeah. Uh, then how many minutes into the episode we got okay. the first musical number? Okay, so we finally I, I made Jorge check the time because I, it had occurred to me a few minutes before I was like, there hasn't been a musical number, which for a premiere sounds no. egregious mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, because I feel like you want to catch them quick with a hook, yeah. but also like maybe they'd given up on new viewers at this exactly, point yeah. and like. Because it, it, it just read as very strange energy, and it almost made me wonder if they have, like, they had, like, information that it wasn't, like, advent, like, like, research that, like, opening with a number, a number or something wouldn't... It's just, yeah, that's, it's that's, just... And the song choices in this episode are weird. It's just not a very, like... It's not very, like... It's not a new viewer-friendly like, season, season premiere, premiere kind of yeah. episode, then which I found interesting. we get... Uh, we both love a cafeteria number. Yes. We do love that. Um, so in order to, like, recruit new people, they just decide to do this big group number in the cafeteria. They do... will put a purple piano in exactly. there. Exactly. They get... Um, we got the beat by the Go-Go's. Which is a lot of fun. It's a great song. I mean, mainly just because, yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. And there's great dancing from everyone. There's good dancing. There's good dancing. They, they pass around the vocals a bit, which is always fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good number. And it ends with a food fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, Naturally, the entire school turns against them and starts yes. a food fight. In this uh, number, we get a visual introduction to Sugar, Sugar who I did not realize was this soon. She yeah. felt like a, a a later one to me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like I told you, she she goes a long way. She like she sticks around for a while. Yeah. Um, who like after the, you know debriefing of how bad that number went, she breaks in and I'm like, yeah, you were all awful and like. I was just all thinking how better I am than, like, all of you. I'm sorry, and you are? I'm Sugar Mata, and I have self-diagnosed Asperger's, so I can pretty much say whatever I want. I'm like a diplomat's daughter. How can we help you, Sugar? Here's the deal. I'm awesome, and I want to be a big, big star. And when I saw you guys singing and dancing in the cafeteria, I thought, I'm so much better than you. Sorry, Asperger's. Uh, so she, per- she auditions. With an iconic number. An iconic number with the Sweet Charity Big Spender. Wow. But a very intentionally uh, what did it, awful. What did it say in the closed captions? Out, outrageously off-key? Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, I think, it, I think it was outrageously was the adverb. Yeah. Uh, and you did point out that, like, this is also a very strong Rachel expression. Okay, Leah, she didn't your wig, Michelle, had... A really great facial at the end of the food fight scene, uh, just yes, of, like being yes. horrified while like food's being mm-hmm. thrown almost directly in her mouth, yeah. and then she has this brilliant. It's, cr- crack it's pretty good it's when just... she's like, it's her character being like. She goes from like being horrified at the performance to like the slightest crack in her in smile. her mouth uh-huh. that breaking into a smile at how relieved she is that this yeah. woman is awful. Uh, awful. Yeah. It's it's. It's really Brilliant. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really fucking good. Um, and, uh, yeah, so so they, they they let her go and say, we'll let you know how this goes. Yeah, um, and, 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 and basically, like, Will was going to play nice, and then Rachel's like, no, absolutely not. We can't let her. Well, well she, she's to... making a fair point. Oh, that, yeah, like, absolutely. Will's a pussy little bitch. Yeah, and that, like, <laughs> yes, the club started with, like, Let's welcome in everyone. But yeah, now well, it's, it's like, like we let everybody who auditions in. I'm like, Mama, that's not how competitive exactly, show choir but now works. It's like you raise just like if we want to win, like we can't let like this is what it's gonna cost us. 
And he again goes and vents with Coach Beast. Um, and she's like, well, that's what I do with my team. Like, you have to uh-huh. cut up the people and they all have dreams. But, like, that's how you win a competition. Okay, also, wait. Rachel had a very, like, quote-unquote, unintentional, vicious drag of Will. Where she's like, some of us have dreams. And we don't want to stay rotting in this <laughs> insignificant town. And, like... It's not played as such, but like that's such a dragon. Yeah. Will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no, it's and, and fucking he, I think, hilarious. Because and that's not the only time someone drags him like that in the episode. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's underlined. Um, <laughs> I mean, he could have had a Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Will Schuster wouldn't have won the Tony. Probably went to somebody. Uh, probably went to like Stephen Pascal yeah. or Aaron Tveit. Who do we think replaced him in the April? So like musical? A, a Will Schuster like type, and Adam Pascal. No, Stephen Pascal. Oh, Stephen Pascal. Oh. I could also see an Adam Pascal. Yeah, yeah. A, 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 a present day Aaron Tveit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. So that, that kind of... Much to think about. Yeah. Because tweet us your thoughts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, I have a few tweet us yeah. your thoughts prompts, uh-huh. so that's a, that's uh, a good then, one to throw in there. Um, he's like, okay, now I'm gonna, like, take an, an, an offense, like... He, because he also find, Emma's reading the newspaper and finds out that Sue has passed, uh, quote unquote, anyone white in the polls. That, like we get a, the candidates are a rapist running from prison, anyone white, undecided, undecided. Um, I don't care. Don't call me at dinner. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Don't call me at dinner. <laughs> and Sue's now passed all of them. I all believe. Of them, yeah. Uh, so so Will is like, okay, now it's time, like, to take an offensive attack. And that is the first... But now I think we should take a break and discuss polling in American <laughs> politics and the process that it... Pl- <laughs> a deep dive Absolutely into the fucking break. not! <laughs> um, and that is the first time Emma Pillsbury was turned on. She, I literally was like, I saw it in her face. I was like, ooh, she's turned on. And then she was, she literally said out loud, is this what it feels this like to be, feels turned like to be turned on? Then we get... So Kurt brings Rachel into the auditorium and is like, okay, if we're going to meet all these Niata prospects. Well, first, first they're like, basically like, wow, it's crazy, like, singing at McKinley High stage now that, like, we've sung at the Garshwin with the lights on us, blah, 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 blah. Like, bitch, you snuck in. <laughs> bitch, Betty Suarez has been on the stage <laughs> with the Gershwin. Like, don't. Doing the thing. <laughs> yeah. The same. Don't, don't act like you special. Uh and and the way Lindsay Pierce would have been on the stage with Gershwin later on, yes. Wow. Until the novel coronavirus, oh, wow, shut that down. Wow. Um, yeah. So they they're like, if we're gonna go to these prospects, we better like better show them, show them got up. them shaking in their boots. Uh-huh. They basically were like, I think they say something along the lines of like, let's intimidate them so much that they don't even want to audition against us. Yep. It all seems so hopelessly provincial now. I mean, once you've performed on the stage of the Gershwin Theater and felt the lights of Broadway on your face for the first time. Nothing else compares. What's the purple piano doing here? Well, I commandeered it to help us get ready for our Niata mixer. Whatever rejects show up at that place are going to be expecting Pepperidge Farm cookies and punch, not a Velma and Roxy. We need to intimidate those wannabes into never wanting to audition against us. Genius! And so they're so, like, what did they choose to they, perform? They pull out 
witch hats or he pulls out witch hats and she's like wicked again again. and he's like what came before wicked and then they do ding dong the witch witch is is dead dead from in like a jazz rendition yes and it's yes not good at all it's 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 which it's, I'm like, in retrospect, is it supposed to be because it's of... probably a little, but it's also like... But it should have been somewhat good, I feel like. Good. It doesn't this have is a like something that quality. Like, like, they would do drunk, like... Yes! At like... Uh, yeah, like at their friends... Or like, like, Marie like Christ, when they're, when they're in, Well, or like, later when they're in their 50s, then they're like, drunk at a dinner party. Yeah, exactly. with like, they're like, do that, do that. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, like... The, yeah. It's very silly. It's not good. I said, yeah, why does this performance <laughs> exist? This is terrible and wouldn't intimidate anyone. It's, it's also very, yeah. It's it's, it's a lot like they're trying to be like a comedic routine. So they're like doing voices and uh, uh-huh. Kurt is like on his knees. Yeah, and they're like doing like, like little like bits and, yeah, and, yeah. and it's, it's gimmicks. Yeah. And they've got brooms. And I'm yeah, like, like, yeah, like, it's go- just, but, uh, girl, if you want to intimidate them, just do uh, Happy Days Are Here Again. Uh, right? That you did that's last season. You gotta do. Like, that's-, that's all you gotta do. Um, have Rachel do Don't Rain and then have Kurt do Rose's, Rose's turn. turn yeah. Like, boom, done. Sign, seal, delivered. <sighs> but, but no. I actually, I feel like we're now robbed a scene of like, all those other Neato hopeful kids, like, what? just kind of, like, watching their performance. I don't think they like, probably did Okay. Yeah, I don't think they did. Oh, no, I don't yeah, think they did they either did at that it. point. But um, it would have been just funny seeing the reactions yeah. be like, ooh. Um, then Will Schuster glitter bombs Sue. He sure does. Well, Emma enthusiastically what records. Records, which I don't think that's that's... That's the way to go about Every it. grain of glitter represents a kid whose dream she would crush if she stopped art in school. Yep, yep, yep. Because that's her political Which, stance like, now, is yeah. like to totally defund yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you know, arts in I, I get the sentiment, but... It's very Will Schuster, terrible, eager nonsense. It's like, ugh. And it, it's it's just very poorly planned. Mm-hmm. Um, then Blaine... Arrives to the school, looking very hot, very hot. Um, and Gagged and in handcuffs under Kurt's control. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the fact that Kurt is the Don is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, now that he is a bossy bottom, you know, <laughs> like totally. No, because he's like you, like he's there, and he's like, I don't even supposed he to be up a in like a bow tie and yeah. a polo, red pants, yeah. Kurt has this like fabulous airplane <laughs> pin brooch thing that I was kind of oh into. I did not notice that he, um, was, he was giving me a little bit. yeah but uh, Blaine's like I don't you haven't noticed that I'm not in my Dalton uniform yeah for someone who cares so much about clothes yeah so uh, Kurt freaks out and they're like don't say you did it for me and I'm like bitch y- you asked him to do of, it for you he of course did it for you yeah He's like, no, I just couldn't stand being away. Yeah, from I didn't. The I didn't do it I for love. you. I did it for me because I can't stand being without. And I'm like, that's doing it for him. And that's also what Kurt said to him was, I don't. I yeah, want to spend again. every minute of every day with you. Toxic. The red um, flags, Mama. Yeah. Then he performs. Thank God they don't end up together. Well, not for a little, but oh, I know. But I was do. joking. Okay, you're was joking. joking. Okay. Then, then we get. Uh, it makes okay. Here's. What I feel about this song selection. Okay. It makes sense. It works for Darren Chris. It just doesn't... 
It just doesn't do anything. He does Unusual by Tom Jones. Yeah. And, like, in that big staircase outdoor oh, cafeteria moment. Yeah. Um, it's... I don't get... It's entirely passable and it, It's fine. a good number. He da- does a Darren dance. It's just, and... it's just a weird selection for this episode. It's just, nothing, well, like, besides... Okay, besides the, the mashup that we'll get to, which is actually the nichest selection of this entire episode. The fact that that's, spoiler alert, the best number of the episode yeah, yeah. is insane to yeah, me yeah. for a season premiere. Yeah. I, I also understand the, the closing number, but... Oh, uh, absolutely. Especially given the opening number. Yeah, exactly. Well, not by opening number, I mean 17 minutes in Yeah, number, exactly. But. Um, yeah, it's just, it doesn't make a sense. The number doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, the, the blame number there. Um... It's good. It's just contextually. I'm just kind of like, okay. We do get the fun of, like, Santana brings the Cheerios in as backup dancers and, like, slips in behind the And then, yeah, then they start to circle the piano and cover it in gasoline. And then, iconically, Quinn flicks her cigarette cigarette. onto it and Mm -hmm. it bursts into flames. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then we get... Oh, would you say times have changed? I would say times have changed. (laughs) Since we've often, I mean, it has. They have changed, and now it gets dark at four thirty. It's <laughs> fucking awful. Um, we've often rewound the clock. So they go to the this this ball little Neato meetup thingy. Um, the first thing they notice is that they all look. They're all like a them. bunch of Rachels and Kurt's. Yeah, like the same costume, same same hairstyle, and they same. have great face cracks. Like at this reaction, oh, no, this is, too. Again, this is why I'm saying like this is a great Rachel expression episode because mm-hmm. you just see her like slowly cracking and like realizing what's happening. Then we get wow, the legend, the icon, the heroine, the alphaba season, Glee Project season one. Not even winner. Not even runner up. Not even runner up. Fourth? Well, no, it was, no, was she I, fourth? No, it, I guess it would be runner-up, because there were two winners and two runner-ups, I guess. Oh, true. So, yeah. God. We get Lindsay, Heather Pierce, wow. as Harmony. Wow. The Gerber baby. Is, as it is in our opening, the Gerber baby. Okay, so you're going to set up the props, I'll plug in the boombox, and then we'll launch immediately into the number. Mm-hmm. Our somewhat talented but sadly delusional competition will just rip up their application in fits of jealous rage. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and then they'll all just melt away like the Wicked Witch of the West herself. You know what? You kind of feel sorry for them. What's your name? Where are you from? And what are your credits? Well, I'm I'm Rachel. I'm Pendleton. I'm Canada. I'm Gavroche. Named after the feisty French street urchin from Les Mis. I know you totally recognize me. It's because I'm the Gerber baby. I've been acting since I was a fetus, literally. <laughs> an ultrasound of me was featured on Murder, She Wrote. I'm starring as Rizzo in an all-male production of Grease. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. As my future oh, husband, no. Robert Pattinson, always says, it's refreshing to get new blood. Oh, new blood. We've been meeting here each month since we were freshmen, literally. Well, actually, Kurt and I just found out about this on Monday, but speaking of refreshing, we've put together a number that we think you guys are just... Places! <laughs> You're just in time to see a little number we've been fussing around with. Thank God there was a bar mitzvah here on Saturday, and I convinced them not to strike the stage. So, sit back, relax, and most importantly, enjoy. Thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, I just... Just breathe and smile, okay? Just because they look like us and act like us doesn't mean they're better than us. And who 
has credits from the womb. In Literally. Tree, because she was a fetus on Murder, on Murder She Wrote, which is iconic. Uh, yeah, and, and they all just start bombarding them with like, I've done this, I've done that. Like, uh, I, I was the... Rizzo in my all-male yeah, production was, of That's Grease. the one I wrote Grease. down as the gay, who's like, I was Rizzo in an all-male production of Grease. Grease. Yeah. Uh, his name was Gavroche. That was his name? Yeah. Okay, a, sure. Yeah. Um, and and they're like, we've been meeting together here every week since we were freshmen. And, and Rachel's like, I only just found out about this this week. Monday. Monday. Um, and then she's like, well, let's show you how it's done. And then Lindsay quickly shuts her up and is like, well, we've been futzing around yeah. with a number. Let me show it to you. Let me you. show you. Just like relax and then relax. Just uh, And then she says like, but most importantly, like enjoy. And the way she says that enjoy is like, she's like cutting, but like it's, it's, it's a fuck you, but like a, I don't know. It's, it's pretty brilliant. Um, Do you think perhaps she was trying to retaliate against a co-star who had threatened to shit in her <laughs> wig? Probably. Um, and then we get the, the number, the number, the, the, the best number of the episode Arguably, will make the best number of the season. <sighs> Probably the series. Well, no. Well, it won't be the best of the season because it goes up against another mighty match. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but it's 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 going to be a tough call. It's going to be a tough call, honestly. but it it is. It's. I mean, it's probably a top 10 Glee number for it's me. A, yeah, it's a top 10 number. It's a top three mashup they've ever done. And, like, I hadn't watched the Glee project at the time, so mm-hmm. I was gobsmacked mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, who is this legend? Who is this queen? Where can I stand? Can we add her to the ser- series, like, ASAP? Like, ugh. Yeah. And the fact that she doesn't really no, she has recur is so yeah. upsetting because I, I mean. Was, you all know, but we're talking about the anything goes, anything you can. Oh do yeah, hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 fucking brilliant. It's just the the choreography, the arrangement, Lindsay's vocal. Yeah, because it's it's. I mean, every piece of it. Every the 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 the, the, the positioning it there in the episode. Yeah, Rachel and Kurt's reaction to it because like so half funny. of the fun of that number is watching Leah Michelle react to that number. Yes, which. And just see the world crumbling there before her. There was probably not a lot of acting in that. <laughs> in that, um, it's just. And and I I will just read uh, from the Wikipedia mm. uh, of the episode, which is um, the musical performances of this episode were re- generally well received, and anything goes, anything you can do mashup featuring Pierce was widely acclaimed. Wow! Wow! Why by I- us? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that. I added that. No. Um... It's just fucking, like... I got legit chills. Yeah, and we yeah. watch this regularly in my apartment mm-hmm. all the time. But, yeah. like, when she holds that note on the Yes, I Can well, and right before the very end. It's that and then it's like, the world's gone back today. No, when they do the, the, the arms, the arms. The, that's my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in terms of, like, the musicalization and, like, the yeah. choreography. Yeah. No, the it's, musicalization. It's a pretty perfect number. That's great. Um... And then they Ugh. are crying in the car. They're because crying in the car. Ain't no crying in the car. Because they're like, what if we're not good enough? And, and uh, basically, Kurt's like, it's okay that you have no, you know, musical credits because they canceled both your production of Cabaret and, and Rocky, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Which I was like, come through 
random continuity. It's exactly. random continuity exactly. moments like that that, that, that make it worse. Yeah. Keep me hanging on. Um, but also, okay, so they basically go from this bubble of being, of like being two two of the most talented people in their school and that they know to then going to an environment where all of those versions of them yeah. are all mm-hmm. meeting in the same place. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, I had this... It's a, it's a very real feeling. Yeah, no, totally. Because I remember being the, like, the TV obsessive, like, in high school, and then going to, like, film school and specifically taking a bunch of, like, TV yeah, classes and, and like, finding, like yeah, no, people same. that are on my level. It's, it's both, like, terrifying and... Ref- I've... Now I'm to a point where it's refreshing because those are the people that I bond with exactly. and can connect with. But it was, like, weird the first time that you experience that. And especially, like, after that coming to L.A. and being like, oh, well, this is where all of the TV obsessive, yeah. well, obsessive moves. And, and, and in their environment, which is, like, competition. Competitive. There are only like, 20 people exactly. going to be going, getting so into the school mm-hmm. that they just found out about on Monday. Exactly. <laughs> and that now is their dream. So, yeah, they have a, a very relatable, like, breaking down that mm-hmm. was like that emotionally like resonant scene um rachel does call her fears they do have no a, uh kurt called kurt her, call fears. her fears yeah uh kurt does which call in Rachel. what 2011 is yeah. this two, uh, yeah. is the highest that. compliment a gay man, a gay man can, can give, give a woman she also the calls her fears um they do pinky a gay five high a five. Gay high five sure sure um i'm pretty sure that's a rim job yeah <laughs> <laughs> Not that, yeah. They 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 gave they Rachel gives Carter a job, um, and uh, then Mister Shu rejects Sugar from the club, and she's like, um, I don't know what you're talking about. I worked that song like a hooker pole, like a hooker pole, and she also calls him a wa- washed up Broadway wannabe. Another another tea. drag. Um, Obviously, your ears are busted because I worked that song like a hooker pole. It's no biggie. I'll come in and I'll do it again. Sugar, I'm sorry. You can't sing. The answer is no. Uh, but I love your enthusiasm, and I'd be so happy to work with you. So you know what? Who cares what you think? Hmm? Nobody. You're a washed-up Broadway wannabe who's stuck in Lima and has led the Glee Club to how many national wins? Oh, I'm sorry. Zero. Not Asperger's. Then we get... The zoo comes up and drags him, too. Yes. And it's basically like, your pixie dust hate crime moved me up in the polls. Which obviously would do that. Yeah, because, like, what kind of attack... Oh, God. Then, um, Mr. Shu actually gets some integrity and bans Santana from... Yeah. From the... I forget that he full-on... I mean, of course, it makes sense now because I know where it's going, but he full-on kicks Santana out and is like, you and the Cheerios set that on... set that piano on fire. And, uh... Somebody says something about, like, why Britney didn't help and she was like... I'm a water sign. Yeah, I wanted to, but I'm a water (laughs) sign, so... So, But he really cut that bitch Santana. So Santana's out, which does lead to... Iconic. Iconic. Which leads lines. to the iconic. Iconic, iconic, iconic yeah, yeah, moments. So. Um, but uh, we then... We are thankful for this. Then, uh, oh, well, at the end of the, the Leah Kurt scene in the car, they basically, like, decided on things to do to move forward to, like, bump up their resumes mm-hmm. so that they would look good. Yeah. So uh, Leah, uh, Rachel, is like, we're doing a musical uh, perfectly suited for me. We're doing West Side Story yeah. because... <laughs> I am a Latina woman. I will <laughs> learn Spanish for the role. Uh, no, that's just actually Leah You'll shit in your wig. Michelle, Michelle yeah. said. Uh, yeah. as but I mean, you, you do know that like 
the choice of that musical for this season is probably like directly lifted from that experience at least i I mean probably probably. um Um, and so i mean it also i mean the the tea is when you think about it it's like well what are they gonna do like they could have Santana be Maria, but no, Santana, Santana like, sold perfect Anita. Anita. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just had. Su- like, fuck the Rachel as uh, Maria of it all, because the first thought I had as soon as they said we're doing West Side Story was I was like, oh my god, we're getting <laughs> Naya as Santana yeah. as Anita. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then Kurt has decided that he's gonna run for class president. Yes. Sure. Come on, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> no, <not that. laughs> And I I don't know what it is, but Tina's be really annoying. I wrote "shut up, Tina" in my. I don't house. know what it is. She's always like that girl. <laughs> oh, also when uh, uh, Rachel said they're doing West Side Story, Brittany interjected with, "Is that the one with the cats?" <laughs> Which is kind of funny. But uh, they, but Tina was just being let's, like, let's, "Sorry, they, let's just for, never forget that the one song from Cats they do is with June Squibb." Wow. Academy Award nominee. Uh, but Tina, I think, was being really negative and like, they threw food at us just like those pianos. They ripped our guts out. Something like that. She was uh, speaking the themes of the episode, which, you know, yeah. Like um, but then Mr. Shu's like, but well, they can still play beautiful music. And Rachel's like, you're right, Mr. Shu. Let me show it. In fact. And then we get. The same way they do the Mamma Mia treatment in which it starts slow. and then I don't like up. it here, though. I don't like it here, either. I liked it. I, I was like, I, I got excited once I realized she was doing well, the Mama, Can't Stop the Mamma the Mia one, they, like, the movie ripped it off. Ripped yeah, them, so. yeah, yeah, which is the reverse of what usually happens, yeah. luckily. Usually mm-hmm. they rip off somebody else's yeah, arrangement. Um, but, uh... You can stop. I got super excited once I realized they were doing You Can't Stop the Beat from Hairspray, because yeah. I did not remember that. Um, but yeah, I didn't like the slowed down yeah. intro. I just don't think it works for yeah. that song. But yeah. then once they got into it, it was so fun. And then obviously it was fun. they make they're all like in purple. They dance. It's it's they make Mercedes. Mercedes sing comes them. in for they, Maybell. Mabel like, <laughs> very very obviously. Um, and then the episode ends, and the episode ends. But I think we we had Quinn watching over Dark Quinn watching over, over like no, her usual as, as she does. Yeah, pilot parallel. It was a fun number. It was like delightful. Okay, it did, but make, it did it did make me think. Yes, which I'm very excited. If about. their musical were hairspray, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who would they all play? Okay, you made a list. So. I made a list, and I went through a lot of thinking. And there are alternate arguments, but this is where I land. Okay. Um. So Tracy, uh-huh. Rachel somehow finds <laughs> a way. <laughs> Tell me, Rachel's not playing Tracy. I who else is playing Tracy? Lauren. She's not in the Glee Club anymore. But like that would be a good way to bring her back. Rachel would gain the weight for it. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Um. (laughs) So Rachel, no matter what, is playing Tracy. They might even offensively have her in a fat Uh suit. Yeah, yeah. Um. This is where I say about the second role when the first was already controversial. This is where it starts to get controversial, but I swear the the thinking pans out. Uh Penny, my original thought was like Brittany or someone. I eventually came to Tina. Okay. Because Brittany ends up having to go somewhere else that I think makes more sense. Okay. And I really like Tina as Penny. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it works. Um, Maybelle is Mercedes Mercedes, because that's what they would do no matter what. Uh Um, 
Link uh-huh. is Finn. Yes, yes. Because Rachel. Because Rachel is Tracy, Tracy, but also because the only other option for Link is Blaine, and Blaine is so thoroughly Corny Collins. Like, yes. absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Okay. One of the weirder pieces of casting is somehow Santana ends up being Lil Inez. <laughs> It's just the way the cookie crumbled, <laughs> but I also kind of love it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Does not Little make sense. Does not have a song. She's not though. black. Um, but it's no. I feel I feel their production of hairspray, like what in the original show is just like black people. Mm-hmm. They would put all minorities in there. Probably. Well, they are. Like they they do all are minorities well, because no, they're in the, in the glee club. club. Well, no, that's what they do in West Side Story. No, they, yeah, they true. They put, like, true. all the non-white people there. Um, so, this is where the Britney piece comes okay. into okay. play. Britney is Amber Von Tussle. Okay. Because Amber's mom, Miss Baltimore Krabs, mm-hmm. is none other than Quinn Fabray. Bray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, we yeah. love that. Because uh, I um, could also see Quinn as Amber and Santana as yes, Amber, and, as, and as Santana Ms. would kill uh, Miss Baltimore, Baltimore Crabs. Yeah, um, so I would accept that alternate fantasy too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they would literally just make up a younger sister that Mercedes yeah. has to play yeah. Lil Inez. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, then furthering my argument for Tina being Penny, Mike Chang's only fillable slot. Is seaweed. A seaweed. Yeah, I would. Even I mean, though he a, can't sing, and but he's a good like seaweed is a dancer. So yeah. You know. Well, also run until that would make no sense. Um, <laughs> the black or the berry, uh-huh, the sweet or the uh-huh. juice. I don't know. Here's where we get into the really murky okay, waters. Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, Penny's mom, Prudy. Uh, I put sugar only because I, I was going to say else. that. Mm-hmm, yeah. That's Alice and Janney in the movie. And, and Andrea here's Martin. Where, here's where we get. Yes. Here's where we get. First of all, I realized I have no place for Puck. I don't know where Puck's <laughs> fitting. Because I gave Wilbur Turnblad to Artie and yeah. Kurt as Edna. Oh, yeah. Kurt as an Edna. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt as Edna. Totally. Yeah. Part of me was like, what if they made Finn do Edna? That would be like the John Travolta choice. Um, well, but I could all, I mean, the same way they did Rocky Horror. I could also see them giving Edna to, like, a Mercedes. Woman. Yeah. Or not Mercedes, but, like... Oh, yeah, because Mercedes... Yeah. Like, Santana, you know, or something. She couldn't be Edna. No, I know, but, like, but like a woman, you know? Yeah. The other cursed thought I had was that they have Will do Edna. <laughs> Which I would not put Matthew Morrison, rep- like, taking over. Um... <laughs> Anyway, that's my official, and I guess Puck just is the stage manager yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, I, there's, there's... I, I like that you took this crop, and because because we we could have more options if we like bring in. Oh yeah, but I was taking it yeah, from, yeah, from like there. from the bunch we yeah, had yeah, yeah. here. Wow. Um. So those are my thoughts. If you have alternate uh, hairspray casting, hairspray like... casting in McKinley High thoughts. Because yeah, I mean, if we move on, like Jacob would make a great seaweed. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Kitty would make a great Amber. Yes. You know, like... Kitty's yeah. Amber to Quinn's... Uh, her mom. Her mom, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking great. Because um, the other thought I had is, like, Brittany works as Penny because 
she's so well, stupid and, then and also, doesn't really sing. Yeah, also, like, uh, uh, besides, um, like, without love, Unique like, could also be a good Mabel. Mabel. Oh, well. The, and then we get Amber ass Edna. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Which is racially very weird. No! No! Mercedes? No. Unique mm. as Edna, Edna, Mercedes yeah. is Tracy. It does not work anymore because now Tracy and her mom are black, which reverses the entire show. Yeah, but make it make sense. Make it make I don't sense. know. Yeah. Um, that these was... are all thoughts. Yeah, please. These share are all it. dreams. Let uh, us know your casting. But yeah, that that first that's, that's that first batch I gave project. Is, is my official unofficial yeah. casting. Love that. And that, um, yeah, that's the purple piano project. Piano it, project. It really wasn't as scary as I thought it would no. be. I say that as Asian F <laughs> is looming over our heads. Um, do you give this a gold star or no. a slushy? You don't? Mm-mm. Mm. I give it neither. No, um, I give it a slushy. Um, I don't think it's an effective premiere. It's not very eye-catching or interesting. It's very much like... I guess it works for a normal viewer. It doesn't it doesn't give me any reason to watch the show if I'm not already watching the show. Oh, that's fair. And it doesn't um, I don't love the song choices and it doesn't it sets the groundwork well, but it's it's just not interesting. Yeah. Um I see all the arguments and I share them. I I will give it uh uh I bec- not a shiny, truly shiny gold star, but I think it's it works as an episode. I I think the song choices are I, they're not bad, but they're weird. Yeah. Um, the fact that it has the anything goes number like does put it very high, and I think it's it's it is like it's it's a good like setup for the rest of the mm-hmm. season. It does have good character moments, uh, and and. I mean, at this point, if it's not a god-awful episode, like, <laughs> I'll take it. And I... Sure. You know, I, I, I it, it does move... For a show that we've complained remains static for a while, this does shake things a lot. Um, in terms of, like, the composition of the Glee Club, mm. like, wh- which members aren't part of, mm. transferring people in. I guess, you know. in the sense that, like, Sam is gone, Lauren's gone... Oh, the Santana's down. Santana's now cut. We Blaine have Blaine transferred. So it, it, it does sugar. feel like well, a we sh- don't have sugar yet. No, but we have a new character. Yeah. It does feel like a shake-up in that regard. We do have, like... Wh- I mean, while we still have, like, sexual nationals, we now have, like, oh, it's graduation. Come. Like, it feels like a different it's, thing. Uh, uh, the premiere's very table-setting. Yeah, exactly. So I... I and I like... And I think it did effective table-setting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I agree. It's not like bringing any new people in that weren't already. It there. makes it clear where. The, well, I don't know about it. it. Makes it seem like it's clear where the season's exactly. going, which you know is a that is an effective that, that premiere is, yeah. in that yeah. sense. Yeah. I guess I was just there's no glitz and glam to it. There's no, no I, like I, I, sheen. I totally get it. Um, I I get that. Um, I think we may have exactly same rankings. Let's see. Probably. Um, number five, Ding Dong, which is dead. Ugh. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Witch oh witch. Wella, the wicked witch. Oh. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Oh yeah, happy day. Wake up, you sleepy head. Rub your eyes and get out of that bed. Wake up, the wicked witch is dead. Four, it's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
Have we got the beat and you can stop the beat? Yeah, I really, really... You Can't, you can't Stop the Beat d- like doesn't stick with me. I mainly liked it because I just like that song and I yeah. like Hairspray. Yeah. Um, we Got the Beat, though, was a very just fun energy, fun number. I it was also I, nice I could... 17 minutes into the episode of fucking Glee to get a musical number um, in the I season could... premiere, uh, but that's just me. No, I could, I could. Um... But yeah, anything you can do, uh, the Anything Goes mashup is just like... Yeah, it's god tier. Far and away, it is better God-tier. and superior to everything else. And Ding Dong the Witch's Shed is just not it. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's go take a break, and we'll be right back. Christmas is a time for caring, being at your best. Christmas is a time for sharing, knowing you've been blessed. There are the haves and the have-nots. And you could be either one. Who are you? Well, Angel. What do you want from me? Change. What you're doing now is such a low blow. Demolishing the lives of all the people you know. The deadline to be out of your homes is now Christmas Eve. <gasps> Gotta get out of this town. Christmas songs there's no reason to wait Everybody's around. there. I know it's the time I lose my mind if I don't get out of this town. Angels fly cause they take themselves lightly. Angels glow when they shine so brightly. You find that light and it will lead you to the part of you you lost. What might that be? The part that can be happy. Christmas is a time for caring, being at your best. Christmas is a time for sharing, knowing you've been blessed. Christmas is a time for angels, making things all right. Oh, what joyful bliss! 
And hey, we made it back this time. Because you never know with us. Um, <laughs> so now that we're all caught up on Glee, let's catch up on what we missed not on Glee, on these never-ending This is probably a lot. Of- this is another uh, tweet prompt I was going to say. Like, we're going to cover some stuff. But if we miss something significant that yeah. happened in yeah. the past X amount of time Yeah, because we again, we, we don't have any grasp of time anymore no absolutely my, so my brain is we may mush. have mentioned things that we mentioned in the last episode we may have overseen pretty big stuff i think we've got the, i think we've got the, the gist hits, but um, we'll see the big, I mean, can we get the worst out of the way first that is that the the the, the grinch yes yeah okay or, or or a new Michelle baby in, in the world. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, we have, as recently announced, Matthew Morrison is going to be starring in a live musical production of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which will surely not feature Christine Baranski, which is why Jorge and I will be de- de- devoting well, our attentions to the actual, to the Christine, actual Christine Baranski Christmas musical that's yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBC is going to bring Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical to TV this December, and I will be playing the dastardly but lovable Grinch. While the pandemic presents some challenges in bringing the stage musical to life, we are putting together a really special show with some crazy, fun, imaginative things going on. We're going to have so much fun this holiday season. We all need some cheer, and I will see you on December 9th. But if but any, however, any of you want to watch it the and then Matthew, report the, the back The ad for, for NBC's doing it. I think they're shooting in London. Is that what I saw? I they're, don't. I, any, I do not watch the, that ad all the, the way through. The ad is demented because it's like he's, for some reason, Matthew Morrison is counting the cast off. Five, six, seven, eight. And then like turns to the camera and is like, oh, I didn't see you there. Like, well, we're doing the Grinch. Da, 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 da. I'm like. Oh, I just no. Who? Who? No, no. Who wanted that? Mm. Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. It's we, we, already. We've already gotten Jane Lynch as the Grinch, and now this. And now this. As if twenty twenty hasn't been rough enough. Leah enough. Michelle's like, I literally made a career of being a monster and threatening people, and you're not <laughs> even giving me the role of the Grinch. How dare you? Um, uh, so that is happening. Speaking ugh. of Leah. Wow, uh, she she she. There's a new member of the of the Reich Michelle family. Uh, Leah Michelle gave birth to her child. So yeah, Leah and 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 husband Zandy. Never forget husband Zandy. Um, welcomed a baby boy on August twentieth. What's his name? Um, his name is Ever Leo. I said name. Ever not what his sign Leo. is. <laughs> make it make sense. Leo you know Michelle and Sandy Reich named their newborn son Ever Leo. Ever Leo. Leo. And look. <laughs> Leah has slowly returned to social media. Has very she? slowly, very slightly. Like yeah. like the comments on her pictures are turned off and like mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like she will just post like she's not in full cat mcfee mode full cat McPhee, no, no. <laughs> she she just shows like a, a baby foot on like her story yes like stuff like that because who can criticize a baby exactly foot? so so that's the approach she's been taking if 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 the whole thing that happened with her had not happened 
we would be inundated by oh, mommy she would have done she would have done a beyonce pregnancy photo shoot oh yeah no we would have been like <laughs> mommy blog yes like she would have tried to start a mommy wellness uh okay so you don't care about this but one of my quarantine things has been i watched um the legendary iconic real housewives of potomac aka one of the two best housewives franchises of all time um and one of the housewives has this like not for lazy moms like branding and podcast and she's all about like herbs and oils mm-hmm. and and all this shit um she's also the one that got like in a physical altercation with another and like grabbed her by the wig and wouldn't let her go um but and then threatened her life on camera but um <laughs> so actually basically leah michelle yeah. <laughs> just like never did it on camera that is though. exactly the energy she would be giving like all these like supplements and like she'd oh, have yeah. a mom book coming out oh, soon totally. she would be performing songs from waitress to her baby on camera like just she there has yeah she she did show a video of the baby listening to a jonathan groff song um (laughs) the baby might as well learn now like the 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 main male presence that's going to be in its life which may just have been jonathan screaming from the basement (laughs) just like to let him go uh but no congratulations um (gasps) what Speaking of Jonathan Groff singing to fetuses. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's actually that's technically glee, not no, yeah, glee no, news. No, yeah, need to say it. He's do doing you, that. Do, do it. Say it. Um, he and Kristen Bell are starring in a movie musical. Is it from the How I Met Your Mother, guys? I don't know that. Let me check, but you keep talking. I'm pretty sure it's from the How I Met Your Mother, guys. Like Carter Bays and uh, the other. Uh, it's called, like... My baby in the moon, me in the moon. Uh, let me see. I am. I'm, I'm opening this. Molly it is and from, the moon. It is from the creators of How I Met Your Mother. Yes, Molly and the Live moon. action musical comedy in which sh- they're like expecting parents, and they sing to. They sing songs to their baby. Uh, let, let, me, let me read it. Bell and Groff play an expectant couple, first of all, unrealistic already, <laughs> uh, who sing to their unborn child. The film also takes viewers inside the womb as the unborn girl utilizes her parents' voice to teach the moon, parentheses, birth. <sighs> the film is inspired by Bass and his wife's experience with their own newborn who had a genetic condition that required surgery Aww. upon birth. Well, that is very sad to hear. That is, but this sounds like pro-life nonsense, if you ask me. (laughs) I guess we'll see. Oh, Johnny, why are you doing this? So that's happening. That was a weird transition that just popped into my head as soon as you said Um, that. What else has happened? Um, Amber Riley uh, is, like, uh, trying to bring a a music career uh, into into the fold. Yeah. Amber Riley is, uh, she's trying to bounce back with a music career, uh, which could be exciting. She's going just by the name Riley, and she released a song. It's called BG, right? Yeah, Big Girl Energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She released a full EP called Riley. Oh, a whole ass EP. Mm -hmm. We love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she looks great. BGE's very fun, too. Like, it's a fun song. We'll play the audio, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's trying to, like, you know... I would love for her to have like a, a music moment. Yeah, like that would no, be would that would that. be super exciting because I mean obviously we've always loved her vocals and then like I mean she's an Olivier Award winner. She's Amber motherfucking Riley. Yeah, yeah, she is. Uh are we missing something? I feel we must, but um 
<gasps> oh yes, okay. and then in terms of just general Murphy verse nonsense. Yeah, I mean, in in, in a lot of Murphy verse nonsense, we've got the boys in the band got released. Yeah, boys in the band got released on Netflix. The Rap, prom is coming up prom. very very there, soon. There was a trailer for the prom. There is a trailer, huh? which uh-huh. I will. Mm. Plot the audio for Oof. Nicole Kidman whispering the lines of Zaz. Well, that's oh. important. That, I'll <laughs> allow you to plug that. You got the steps. You got the notes. But where's the Zaz, baby? So we have Voice in the Band, we have the prom, we have. Ratchet was released. Well, Ratchet was released. We got a poster for America, the next American Horror, Horror Story. Story, and we got a poster for American Horror Stories. Um, but one was like a mermaid, a spiked like ma- mouth that we we're assuming is some a, sort of mermaid yeah. uh, siren moment, and, and the then, other is just like a generic broken face with spiders. Yeah, inside. yeah. But as we all know, earlier this year, shooting for. The third season of American Crime Story was bound to start. Starring Beanie the Feldstein as Monica the Lewinsky. Uh, And shooting has just started. No, it's pushed because of COVID and whatever. And shooting is now... The first pictures out the gate were... It was Anna Lee Ashford as Paula Jones, right? Yes! With that curly-ass wig and the the fake-ass baby. fake-ass baby, which... I mean, uh, that pictures were a mood, but the, uh, a few days ago, the the first image of Sarah the Paulson <laughs> as Linda Tripp. I was like, please don't say Linda no, the no, Tripp. As Linda Tripp <laughs> were released, and I didn't at first recognize I it was her. Melissa Leo. If it hadn't <laughs> been posted from Sarah Paulson's account, and I would have remained confused forever. Mm-hmm. Like. It doesn't look like Linda Tripp much either, but it certainly doesn't look like Sarah Paulson. So we we still have to see any I can't be- wait any, to see Beanie. any Beanie images. Uh, um, that's her her the E is coming for her ego. They're gonna be so. so ridiculous about the blue dress. Like the blue, there's gonna be an episode that's All just the called dress. the blue dress. You know, like or the dress or something. yeah. Um, who's writing it? Do you know? Um, let's look it up. Let's plug um, the writer. We love to plug a writer. No, because all the crime stories are not written by Ryan, which is... No, I know. Which is why they're great. Richard Shepard? Uh, <laughs> let's not forget, uh, I guess that's kind of technically Murphyverse news, uh... The writer of American Crime Story, or the, the writer of the, the source material for American Crime Story, The People vs. O.J. Simpson, uh, oh, he famously got, he got... caught masturbating on a Zoom. Jeffrey Tubin, as we are all aware. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the, the writer is Richard Shepard, who has... Uh, <gasps> Michael, he wrote and directed The Perfection. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. You're joking. I'm not joking. <gasps> so this man wrote and directed The Perfection, which is a Netflix film starring uh-huh. Allison Williams and uh-huh. Logan Browning as dueling slash lesbian cellists. Mm-hmm. Which that are victims everyone of needs to watch. Sexual abuse. So, well, trigger warning on trigger warning if you're going to watch that movie, first of all. Oh, no. It's, it's bother It's very it's, But it's no, he also... Um, revenge fantasy. He directed the... Pilot for Ugly Betty. 
Um, well, we're going to have to stand on that one. And has done a lot of, like, 30 Rock, Girls, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. What has he written? Um, he has written uh, The Perfection. Naturally. A movie called Dom Hemingway. <laughs> which so watch watch Impeachment just be The Perfection, except with yeah, Linda yeah. Tripp and Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> I did not know that. It was, that's what it that's was. bizarre. That's bizarre. That's fucking funny. Weird. Uh, so now I'm not so sure. Because, you know, the pedigree... The two well, whatever. like we said, the, la- <laughs> the last like source material literally made national news with his dick, so... Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see, but we are so excited. Oh, we're so I mean, stoked we're just... for impeachment. I don't get stoked for much Murphy fare, but yeah, uh, yeah. I'm stoked for impeachment. Yeah. Uh, had Lee Michelle still been relevant and not cancelled in 2020, I still swear to God she would have won an Emmy for playing Monica Lewinsky. Like I said, for Tracy, she would have, like, put on a little weight for yeah, it and, yeah. like, like knocked it out of the park. Oh, she she's probably, like, she probably can't even get a script to just read through no. it. Or you should write Leah something, because she'd probably <laughs> read it, only because she has nothing else to I mean, read. That is tea. I, I I'm gonna do have her play like herself <laughs> essentially. Like be like lean in, lean in. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's all we missed on Glee. Again, tweet us if, if we, we missed, missed anything, anything significant. We probably won't have much to say in the next missed on Glee because it'll only been like yeah. a week or so time. But yeah. if we missed any big important news stories about the Glee cast mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. crew, uh, yeah. send us a, a a tweet. Yeah. And then the last bit of uh, Not On Glee news we wanted to do, we had asked uh, the past couple episodes um, after Nia's passing if uh, any of our listeners had um, words they wanted to say about Naya, feelings they wanted to express. Um, we wanted to give those people an outlet. And so uh, we did receive a handful of messages and... Uh, Jorge and I would love to share some of those with you right now, uh, just um, to share, uh, you know, the good memory that Naya and Santana had for so many people uh, over the years. So, okay, yes, we are going to do this. And thank you guys for writing these. Yes, Um, absolutely. We really appreciate it. Um, Okay, so I'll read the first one. This is from Morgan. Hi, Morgan, and thank you for, for writing this. Uh-huh. Hi, Michael and Jorge. I appreciate you opening up for comments and memories about Naya Rivera. While, while I initially gravitated towards feminist icon Queen Fabray, the character of Santana was immediately in her orbit. You couldn't help but to be drawn to the character's quick wit and Naya's perfect timing. Seriously, the best timing of both Brutal and her hilarious quips. I agree. Santana always had the best lines, and Naya was able to deliver them with ease, making everything feel authentic and organic. While there were countless lines and staring monologues, there was no moment in Glee history that has such an impact as the post rumor has it someone like me someone like you slap. It easily could have been a moment of pure drama, but Naya layered that moment so beautifully with the anger, hurt, fear, shame her character was feeling. Naya was also a champion of Santana and Britney's relationship. She took great care in depiction of a queer woman of color. She knew her work mattered. She knew her presence on TV mattered, and she took a great care of that responsibility. On top of all that, Naya was an incredible singer. Her version of Songbird is one of my favorite songs ever in Glee, 
There are dozens of other songs she sang from the aforementioned mashup to Here Comes the Sun, River Deep Mountain High, and Valerie that showcase her amazing voice. It's been heartbreaking to see this tragic event unfold and to someone who has been loved and respected by her colleagues, peers, friends, and fans. But we get to appreciate Naya's work, both delighting in her quips and lines and honoring her dedication to and for to and work for the LGBTQ plus community. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, I, I mean, we commented, but Naya was very... She wanted the respect of yes. Brittany and Santana's relationship. It, yeah. uh, this is... You want to do the next one? Yes, this is from Rachel. Rachel says, I hate being a person who's affected by celebrity deaths because I don't know them. I have no claim to grief over this person. But Naya basically being confirmed dead, it's hitting me hard. Um, Santana is the first time I remember seeing a lesbian on screen. She was so confident and inspiring. Naya has been an incredible ally to the community. She did so much, and she didn't deserve to die like this. She seemed like such a good mom to Josie. He's going to miss her so much and miss out on so much growing up without a mom. It breaks my heart. I absolutely agree with all of that, Rachel. I think, yeah, absolutely. It's heartbreaking. Um, let's, this is for, uh, Cicely. Hi, Cicely. Hi. Um, hey, just wanted to say that I love the podcast. Thank you. We love you. And I wanted to take part in the Naya tribute as she had a huge effect on me. Naya was the first ever lesbian on character that 10-year-old me had ever seen. And her relationship with, with Britney was what made me realize that I was bisexual. Naya's performance in Glee was one of the most raw and believable I'd ever seen. And her songbird still makes me cry to this day. Wow. Songbird wow. getting multiple shout-outs I know. I know. Uh, this is from Roger. Writing to share my Naya thoughts. This is my favorite Santana scene, which is from What the World Needs Now in Season 6. He attached the scene in this message. Oh, okay, work. Um, I love how it shows an example of standing up to your family and not compromising your queerness, not apologizing for it, and not sacrificing love in your life for backwards values. I used to watch this scene with my boyfriend... Uh, very often at times when we felt very rejected by our family since they did not accept us being gay. I love the power of a queer character in the scene saying her girlfriend is her family and family is welcome to celebrate them and participate in their life, but that homophobic speech is not acceptable. The idea of chosen family is my favorite part of the queer community. and I love how we can support each each other even when the people who share our genes do not. Naya and Heather both brought such love and power to these scenes. I hope Naya rests peacefully. She made me feel so empowered and not alone. Yeah. Uh, Roger, I agree with absolutely every word uh, yeah. about that. Chosen family yeah. is very important to me. And I think also this is the scene with her grandma. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, played by iconic Yvonne Call. Um, or I... I need to check the scene he sent, or maybe a scene with Gloria Stefan in any event. Um, an icon was present. An icon was present. Uh, and finally, we have this from Nathan. Um, hey, Jorge. I'm sure she, he'll also include it. You yeah, wow. You know. <laughs> Thanks, Nathan. Um, I know you don't know me, but my name's Nathan. I've been listening to Gleewine almost from the start, and it's provided such a haven of comfort for me while I've been at college and working on my own oh. media criticism writing. <gasps> wow, we love that. I'm assuming just because I don't know who to, who to really reach out to. The news about Naya Rivera has been kind of devastating to me. I started watching Glee in middle school, and for better or for worse, especially around season three, so Santana was a huge part of my way into the show and the character I related to the most as I was discovering my gayness. 
If you ever are putting together memorials slash trivia slash anything season three related for Naya, I'd love to contribute in any small way. As someone who is relatively young and hopped into Kalia transitional moment for the show, I think I have a unique perspective, and as a POC, I related more heavily to Santana over the wide adjacent plane. Well, I, this, I mean, tea. tea. I mean, <laughs> this message actually was the one that inspired, like, oh, let's let's put together oh, everyone's thoughts. So no, thank I you, Nathan, for this. Thank you, all of you, thank for you your all comments. Of you. And thank and you, Naya, obviously, for I mean, obviously. everything. Um, and I'm glad, you know, you all feel like you can talk about this with us. Um, just to wrap it up. And to go out, you know, in, in, in a classic way. What if we just skipped Six Degrees? Six Degrees. We were like, sorry, This fans. is the only thing I look forward to. We can't do that. Um, <laughs> Six Degrees, our classic game in which we um, have to link a member of the Glee cast with a random celebrity in two minutes or less. The first minute we go by it on ourselves. The second minute we can help each other. The only uh, caveat is we cannot use... The Ryan Murphy verse as connecting links. Yes. Uh, do you have anything for me? I absolutely do. Okay. Um, yes, I do have something for okay. you. Um, I feel like as we were just expressing our love and paying tribute to her, it feels natural yes. for the Glee alum in this <laughs> case to be Naya Rivera. Yeah. So could you take me from Naya Rivera to none other than? Uh huh. Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. That was gonna be mine, you fucker. Um, (laughs) You shouldn't have let me go first. Um, Okay, Naya Rivera. She gives me Devious Maids, which is a Mark Cherry production. Um, Mark Cherry gives me Desperate Housewives, gives me White Women Kill. Nikki Blonsky, I have to go with Hairspray. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer. uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, so Vanessa Williams, uh, that gives me Ugly Betty. Ugh. Was Eva Longoria ever on Ugly Betty? Probably, no? I'll Google that. I know Eva Longoria and, 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 and America Forever are, like, close friends. Um. Does that count? No. Or does it have to be? That seems, no. Ah, fuck, okay. Um. Um, 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 Vanessa Williams gives me Judith Light. Okay, okay. um, so I'm here to help you now. Okay, um, okay. Something I had thought of okay. um, is, um, Nikki Blonsky also gives you the smash verse. Okay, um, the smash verse. Jennifer Hudson Okay, no, I've okay. got it. I've okay. got it. I've got it. Okay, do it no, do it. wait, I'm just in a circle. Okay. Never mind. Uh trying to see the Adams family. Um Christina Ricci. Uh Christine Baranski is in it. Um Okay. Oh no. Mm-mm. Okay, I think I have it. Okay. Let, let, let me just see. Just in time. Okay. I may have gotten in a circle, but we'll see. Um, San, um, Naya Rivera is in Devious Maids, which is... That was me. Uh, Naya Rivera is in Devious Maids, which is a Mark Cherry production. Yes. Mark Cherry did Desperate Housewives, mm-hmm. which Vanessa Williams was in. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Vanessa Williams was with Michael Yuri mm-hmm. on Ugly Betty. Michael Yuri is Yuri. in the Good Wife, Good Fight universe as that NSA. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I did it. Um, uh, uh, Christine Baranski is in both the Good Fight and the Good Wife. Christine Baranski is, is in Adam's Ch- Family Values. Christine Baranski is in Chicago with Queen Latifah, who's in Harrisburg with Nikki Blonsky. Yes, well, I was going to do Christine Baranski is in Adam's Family Values with Angelica Houston, who is in the Smashverse with, with Nikki Blonsky. Nikki Blonsky. Okay. Well work. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the same person you gave me. Uh huh. Because that is where we are right now. <laughs> so I'm giving you the breakout star of hairspray, Nikki Blonsky, to link obviously with the breakout star of this episode, Lindsay Heather Pierce. Go. Um. Nikki Blonsky, Smash, Jennifer Hudson, Lindsay Pierce, Lindsay Glee Project, Alex. Okay, um, Lindsay Pierce was on the Glee Project with. No. You I can't don't. use a Glee project that's connecting to Oh, it. you're right, because that's the Murphyverse. Um, what the, f- well, I guess Alphabuzz. Um, um, Lindsay, any other Alphabuzz? Oh, uh, pff, bitch, um, Lindsay Pierce, uh, is an Alphabuzz, um, I'm, I'm, this is a this jump makes sense in my mind. Megan Hilty is a so yeah, she yeah, yeah, no. so she so uh, Lindsay Pierce goes to Idina Menzel. My Idina Menzel played uh, Alphaba opposite mm-hmm. Megan Hilty's. Well, no, it Megan, was it was Shoshana Bean, but okay, we can Shoshana. That, as soon as it started to come out, I was like, <laughs> that's wrong. I, anyway, Megan Hilty played Galinda at some point. Um... Megan Hilty was in Smash, in which Nikki Blonsky guest starred. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love it. So, yeah. You know, th- there it is. Um, work. Wow. We did it. Um, we did it. Hooray. Yeah, so next week we will be talking about episode two, I Am Unicorn. Wow. And episode three. Oh, God. Asian act. Good Lord. Uh, so, so we're taking another break. Yeah. <laughs> so see you in 2021. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, you can once again follow us on Gleewind Pod and Twitter, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Spotify. You said uh, Spotify twice. I said Spotify twice. You didn't say Google Play. I didn't say Google Play. And you can also subscribe in Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and oh, Apple no, I Podcasts. Want, I want you to keep the fucked up version where I correct I, you. I might do that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, please subscribe there. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Be like, uh, oh my god, I'm so friend. excited you're back. Exactly. Oh my god, my friends, y'all should catch up and listen to this exactly. podcast. Now that we are back on track for the moment. Um, my we- mental health. <laughs> <laughs> We, uh, you can find me personally on Twitter at ColorMeJorge. You can find me at as underscore seen on TV. 
Um, and that just leads us to an outro. And we need to thank Aaron. Oh. <laughs> and then, last but not least, uh, we would love to thank Aaron Rodriguez for our pod art. Uh, he can be found on Instagram at Tall Pale Aaron. Yeah. Seeing the training wheel again. We are just <laughs> no, no idea what we're doing. Not uh, keeping that in. <laughs> I, I keep, if you correct me, I'm keeping it. <laughs> you correct Fine. Um, so now, now that just leaves our outro. Um, could I shoot a window? hijack it? Please do it. Okay. Um, just because I've really been vibing out to this song in the past couple months, mm. um, and because it is performed by Santana <gasps> Lopez's I know is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Numero Una Latina, um, it would have been beyond legendary. Beyond legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I, so I recently did that Apple Music replay thing. Uh-huh. And it was ranked number 30 on my most played songs of the year. So that's how much I've been feeling the vibe. And that is none other than V-I-B-E-O-L-O-G-Y Vibology by Paula Abdul. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know in what context. I don't even know Santana who would do would it. do it. I feel like almost like... Tina could have talked Tina her way through it. it. Yeah. Or or like a girl's number. Uh-huh. Like, like a, a group. Like an express yourself kind of uh-huh. moment. I could totally see that. I don't know. I just... Y'all should get in the vibe. Feel in a funky way. Yeah. And uh, with that... So, yeah, we'll leave it with, we'll uh, le- we'll you know, Santana's with Numero Una Latina. Latina. That's actually uh, Arab. Uh, Paula Abdul. <laughs> and uh, see you... I don't want to say next week, but soon. Wow. (laughs) The way you're an abusive boyfriend. Bye. Bye!